Welcome to the Daughters of Estrella podcast, a place where stargazers like you come for clarity and guidance on fulfilling your soul's purpose through tarot and astrology. I'm Victoria. And I'm Jerrica. And today we will be answering some questions for three participants using um, their birth chart and tarot. Um, But before we get started, if you're listening to this on January 31st of 2022, happy Aquarius new moon. (laughs) Um, And Aquarius season. Yes, happy Aquarius season. (laughs) We need some air energy. We need some air. (laughs) It's been crazy with this Beatles retrograde in Capricorn. Yeah. So if you are listening to this around the Aquarius new moon today, you may feel some hypersensitive uh, emotions. So you may not know how to manage them in the beginning. In the beginning, but Aquarius is electricity and emotions is like water. The moon is water and electricity and water. They don't mix. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, so <laughs> some of us, um, they may be, some of us may become detached and numb to our feelings. Um, with me, I don't have a Aquarius moon in my chart, but I have a Gemini moon. And for those who have like moon air signs, we tend to get detached from our feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Aquarius new moon, I would say today, try to make friends with your feelings because once you learn to connect to them, you'll have this like amazing ability to feel like the small subtle vibrations of the world and yourself so just listen to your feelings without any judgment and just respond to them with uh compassion and care oh i love that i love that so let's do our check-in yes 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 it's been a while we missed you guys um I think there was, yeah, there was two new moons in January. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're trying to do, I think, every new moon uh, to release a podcast or even just even record a podcast. Um, I know I like want to talk about Venus retrograde and I mean, I guess I could just, <laughs> Actually, I could just, just do it. Like, I could just bring it up. I could just bring it up. So I I already brought it up a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Venus retrograde has been happening and I think it just ended. So it's again, um, January 22nd, I think, wait, it ends, I think the 24th, right? I don't know the exact date. I I know, I know, (laughs) I know it just ended and Mercury retrograded, retrograde just started. Um, I know Mm -hmm. for me, and my my person there has definitely been a lot of miscommunication we are long distance so it's really hard to kind of feel emotion through text messages and obviously calling um but i'm very happy with i guess me knowing that that's what it's causing and taking a step back and you know reminding myself that some stuff can be misinterpreted and to take and take you know some time to think about what you're, I'm going to say before I say it I'm I just am really happy I guess to have someone who 
understands me and doesn't feed into like my fire. So he is full water, water sign. So if anything, he kind of knows where I'm going at and kind of overlooks my aggressive <laughs> aggressiveness as long as I could take a step back, which which was what happened. So mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would say that is pretty much it for me for Mercury Retrograde. I know, I know. I so again, I'm also a streamer on Twitch. I play games most of my whole lifestyle is on technology. So I've had a lot of my friends kind of tweet about how a lot of their tech or, you know, programs that they're using are not going very well or not running well. Um, I will say that it's, it does have a huge role in Mercury retrograde. And um, when that stuff kind of happens, just kind of take a step back and um, not rush through anything. Um, It's kind of interesting when Mercury Retrograde plays into technology. I I don't really know how that works, unless Victoria, you kind of understand that. Um, Yeah, it's the, um, Mercury is a planet of communication. So like mm. anything that's to do with communicating, like especially like texting or just like anything on, I mean, our whole, the way that we communicate with each other is through technology. Yes. So. Yes. It's crazy. And it's, especially because of this, you know, another quarantine happened. Um, I hope you guys are all staying safe and taking care of yourselves. It's, it's all going to be, everyone's just talking on the phone and just, you know, on the computer. So it's, it's definitely hard every retrograde for me. So I'm just, trying, <laughs> I just, I usually just try to cope with it and just take a deep breath. I'm like, you know what? I need a day. And listening to yourself really, really helps. So I know this week has been really rough for me. And I usually stream on Wednesday, Fridays, and Sundays. And yesterday, which was Friday, I took I took the time off away from all electronics. So I feel really, really good. And yeah, I, I just needed a break, I think. So that's what about you, Victoria? Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, Mercury retrograde. I have, I was born with Mercury retrograde in my chart. So it actually Hmm. doesn't affect me as much. Ah. Um, I actually get more clarity. It's Mm -hmm. like the opposite of what other people feel like the Mercury is a planet of also like it's the mind what you're Ah. thinking. So you may feel a lot of confusion as well. (laughs) Um, So yeah, for me, I've had more clarity in mm-hmm. talk, probably talking about my emotions. It's okay. kind of crazy. Um, I so um, during the full moon in Cancer, it was on January 17, a Monday. It was on Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and it was a day before my birthday. So um, usually on my birthday, I get readings, like astrology readings from other astrologers. And this year I got a human design reading and I feel like I was able to really express my feelings with that person, wow. which I'm a Capricorn. So it's hard for me to express it. And also uh, your moon. moon. <laughs> so <laughs> I, it's hard for me. Yeah. And anyways, I detach from my emotions. So yeah, that was my, that was my full moon and cancer day. And I also, yeah, again, 
I actually got sick during the weekend from COVID. So I'm still recovering. You might hear it in my voice. It's like my throat is still like recovering from all the coughing. <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh so sad because I had to cancel my birthday plans um that's right yeah I had it's it wasn't it's okay it was I'm I'm gonna have I'm gonna celebrate my birthday in a couple of weeks <laughs> yes and happy belated birthday Victoria Woo! thank you how's it feel to be 25 just kidding <laughs> <laughs> oh I wish <laughs> I don't feel like I am in my 30s but it's, yeah, I do feel like I'm in my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. And you guys, if you follow us on Instagram, Victoria, actually, she definitely looks 25 <laughs> as well. So, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So that day during the full moon cancer, I didn't do anything at all. I wasn't productive at all. But um, just looking back at my past birthdays, like, the moon was always opposite my um, sun. Mm -hmm. So the sun is like your energy. So, and if the moon I feel like is opposite your sun, it could be sometimes too much energy or like burnt out energy. So it's always a good time to um, just rest and really not do anything. So that's when I was like, oh, actually, I feel like on my birthdays, I never want to do anything. <laughs> I never want to plan it. <laughs> I never want to plan it. And I, I usually want to leave and travel. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. 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 So that's what I did. And oh yeah. Also Venus retrograde for me. Um, it's, it is in Capricorn and I have my Venus in Capricorn. <laughs> mm, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, crazy because eight years ago was the last time it was uh venus retrograde in capricorn and that was when my it was a month after i started my current relationship so mm. venus retrograde is it's it could be like a lot of especially in capricorn like long-term thinking about your values Mm -hmm. and your relationships. <laughs> yes, I did read about that. I did read about that because I, what I don't understand is, so it starts in Capricorn and it ends in Aquarius? Because uh, I heard something yeah, about I that. So. I was kind of confused. It Well, it's, let me see. It goes back and forth. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That, would, that would make sense. That would make sense, got it. Yeah. Um, it looks like it actually ends on January 29th. And so when this podcast or when this episode comes out, it'll be right around the time retrograde oh. ends, ends, but it does okay. station a mm -hmm. few. So it will still be feeling the effects, even though it officially ends on January 29th. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. So that was, that's it for my check-in. We can start with the first reading. Yeah, of course. And, um... You know what's weird though? I had a lot of people message me about just spiritual things. Like I had a friend who messaged me because they kept seeing the numbers 1111. And they, they texted me and said, hey, I just keep seeing these numbers and I just thought I'd hit, I, I thought I'd reach out to you, Jerrica. And I, you know, I thought that was kind of funny. And um, I just kind of like asked like a couple questions, kind of like, 
are you are you sleeping? Are you is is there some sort of you know something that you've been thinking about, like maybe spiritually that you want to understand or seeing you know some 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 weird signs? Um, they said that they have been dreaming a lot, which for me, I know my I have a lot of vivid dreams around full moon and new moon. So they said that, yeah, every night it was very, very vivid. And usually I was telling them that that can, can indicate that there's something that's, that there's like your spiritual guy trying to tell you something or telling you really that you're on the right path. There might be something that you could possibly be stagnant. Like you don't really know what's happening. You kind of feel that the day is just going by and you're just standing still um, and you're just kind of almost wondering what the purpose of life is. And for me, I know I've been, I, when I saw a lot of 1111s, that was when my, probably my turning point of being very, I guess, in tune with my spiritual guide. Um, so I gave them a new, like a full moon kind of, I guess you could call it a spell. It's really just writing things down that you want to let go, which Victoria did a lot of those. I believe we might have one on our website, right, Victoria? We might have like a full moon type of like letting go spiritual thing. Yeah, we have a lot. If you look up any like full moon um, of any blog posts that have like our full moon um that's a time for like releasing mm -hmm. yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah so I was just telling them that it was probably something that you kind of need to let go and release and yeah they they I believe they did it and I haven't heard from them so I might end up checking on them because that does remind me but yeah that's pretty much all that's happened in to my full moon and yeah we can go ahead and continue with our first person <laughs> Yay! Okay, so this is the first of our readings, and this person had wrote to us. This is their question. I recently left my job as a freelance makeup artist brand rep. I'm an esthetician and have been doing makeup for a few years now, but I've recently discovered that I don't think it's my passion anymore, and it has caused me more anxiety than anything. I'm looking to switch my career over to something I love so it doesn't feel like work. And I'm currently in school for psychology and streaming full-time, but I'm honestly not sure where I want to go from here. I'm definitely passionate about helping others and just making other people happy in general, which is why I chose to study psychology. I just get worried because I have trouble committing to one thing for mental re health reasons. So this person is a Pisces sun, Aquarius moon, and Sagittarius rising. So it's interesting because the Pisces, you being a Pisces sun, um, creativity really comes natural to you. So I can see why you are a makeup artist. Um, and I can see why you could be bored of it because you are trying to find passion in it. And with your Sagittarius rising, that's where you want to have that fire and passion and 
and something that you want to do every day. And you want to have like that freedom and adventure. Um, that's the Sagittarius rising coming from, that's what it's coming from, I feel like. So when it comes to um, your career at the moment, I would say that because you want to feel free and not feel constrained, it's okay to be multi-passionate. Um, I, I love that term. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. My favorite term, my favorite term. Same here. It's something that I also, I actually, I mean, you can ask me about this, but this is something that I struggle with is I, I have a Gemini moon. Like I, I always say this, but Gemini moon, <laughs> that's the multi-passionate part of me. Like mm. I am passionate in so many things. And I think in today's society, like it sometimes it, they want to force you to focus on one thing and be an expert at that one thing and then just build off of that. But that's not sustainable for us because you will quickly get bored for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I don't have an air moon, but I totally agree. It, yeah. might, it might be my Aries, but yeah, mm-hmm. I totally agree. I, and then also I totally, I also see the Sagittarius rising because I found this person through social media and I immediately was drawn to their energy. It's probably because I'm an Aries, but that's all I want to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's okay to be, yeah, exactly. Multi-passionate about whatever you want to do. Um, it, you can do all of these things. Um, and we should normalize being passionate, passionate about all these things. Um, so give yourself permission for being passionate in a lot of things. And I'm sure you were passionate about being a makeup artist before, um, but maybe it's like your job. So maybe you want, maybe find a different job that has to do with being a makeup artist or some kind of other creativity because that comes natural to you being a Pisces sun. Um, I see because you have um, an Aquarius moon. So <laughs> that's so cool because you're we're reading you your chart on Aquarius new moon and you have an Aquarius moon. <laughs> Love that. Yep. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is cool. So your passion is in helping others. Um, this is the humanitarian part of you. Um, it makes you feel good to kind of do something for like the good of the humanity (laughs) and we need more people like you and what I love about Aquarius is they don't have judgments of other people they just want to understand you and I think this is where your interests in psychology lie Um, so I want to go to you have a north node in Virgo so this is like your analyst and healer part of you Um, this is a person who wants to serve others and when you have your north node in Virgo you your shortcut to enlightenment in life is being able to heal others by understanding the human mind and human behaviors so um, Mercury is the ruler of Virgo and Mercury is a planet that rules the mind So I can see you doing all of these things actually. Um, But if you're like looking for passion in career, I would encourage you to follow that, always follow that passion. Um, You know, 
so you know your why. And if you know your why in life, which is to help others, your modality can change over time. So your why is helping others, but how do you want to help them? And it's it's always, it can always be ever-changing. Like for example, Jerrica and I, um, our, our modality, we love to help others. That's our why too, but she does it through tarot and I do it through astrology. And we both love, we both love it. And we do it through podcasts. She does it through streaming. Like there's so many different modalities of um, doing your passion basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it could always change over time. So did you have anything for, did, did you have any cards pulled up for her? Yes, I had three pop out and I know you, I, I mentioned to you one already popped out as well. Um, it, I, when you said that, you know, like you, you heal people through something, I'm saying it's almost like you have to heal yourself in some way like you helping others heals yourself um so because the only reason why I'm saying that is because I pulled an oracle card I pulled two oracle cards and the one that stood out to me most was a grieving card and and I'm not saying that at first it might have been you know thinking okay that it could possibly be you um I know you also mentioned, you know, mental health, mental health, but I also could see in a way that this could also relate to people who almost relate to you. So you may, emphasizing on the may, not be going into something like therapy or, you know, guiding others through therapy, um, but like on the side of supporting people who can understand that not maybe can understand you and you can understand them. Cause I do see that you are, I do see the fiery passion of your Sagittarius rising. I do see, so I pulled the, so I'm just going to say what cards I pulled out. I know I already talked about a couple, but I have the Knight of Wands. That's the first one I pulled out and then three popped out immediately. So I have the four of cups I have the judgment card and I have the ace of cups. I'll go through these first and then I'll talk about the oracle. So how I read this is that I do where you are right now, you are a very determined, passionate person who is continuously moving forward. Um, that is what I see with the Knight of Wands. Um, I see that it's kind of like an exciting moment where you are right now with with streaming and just helping others people see that fiery passion and they are inspired by it um i also see with the four of cups there so how the picture is placed if you guys are not familiar with the four of cups it's someone sitting down by a tree there's three cups that they're focusing on and there is this hand that shows out of nowhere holding another cup so the cups represent water, emotion, intuition. Um, To me, I mainly see emotion. So I I do see that emotionally you're invested in in a whole bunch of things like Victoria was mentioning and you were mentioning, and you're just not quite sure exactly kind of where you want to be or where you want to go. And that's kind of also with the picture of the Knight of Wands. 
This knight is holding a wand and they're on top of a horse. And it's kind of interesting to look at different horses in each of these cards. This horse is on its hind legs and it looks like it's charging forward where some cards are either horses are either staying in one, like it's like just standing, or you could see at least one um, leg just like up, meaning that it's walking. But this one look like it looks like it's charging. So there could be possibly, I know you probably are talking about career, but there might be something else that the four of wands is trying to show you there might be something else that you kind of need to pay attention at the moment. And that's where I see the judgment card. Um, the judgment card to me is very straightforward. It could mean, to me, I feel like it's almost judging internally, um, which is tough to hear, I know, for me, because I'm a Virgo moon and all I do is judge myself. I'm continuously doing it. It's really hard to get out of that mindset, but you know, it's it's like a it's a it's it's a cycle for sure. And I would say for my Aries son, it's the only, really the only thing that kind of takes me out of that and kind of pushes me to just do whatever and and not be a perfectionist at everything cuz that's literally what I always do whenever I start something I'm like oh well I need to prepare for this before I do this and and it's just like Aries is just like no dude just go for it like <laughs> you don't need any of that stuff you have it all you don't need it so I feel like maybe internally to work inward to find where you need to go because I do see a lot of stagnant I do see kind of like because I, I pulled two cards for cups, which is like also to me emotionally where you at right now, but it's your, your intuition. For me, I know that Pisces are very powerful beings and they are very, very intuitive. Sometimes I know when Pisces kind of focus on one or any, honestly, any water sign kind of focuses on one feeling like if it's sad, mad, um, they kind of ignore their spiritual guides trying to hint them something or trying to pull them out of something. So I do see you finally understanding yourself by, by where you are right now. Like if there is something either judgmental or emotional that you're going through right now, it's kind of making you stay there to not run away from those feelings because for you to understand that will help you move forward. If that makes any sense. Um, which is scary. Uh, emotions are really hard to understand and kind of, I don't know. I feel like sometimes you can't even really grasp it, but I say as a tip or something that maybe you can practice on because you do have a major arcana card, which is a card for lifelong lessons and something that is going to, you know, take a while to probably grasp um, is the judgment card. It's something I think internal that you kind of have to face. Um, and I 
for me, for me, for Mercury retrograde, it's the perfect time to kind of pull back up these things that have been kind of put behind the back burner and bring up and actually work through with time and emotion and just on your own pace. And I feel like the last card that I pulled was the Ace of Cups. I see you finally coming to grasp that finally because I also see air as well I feel like it's honestly your Pisces pulling the emotion out of your moon your 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 subconscious and kind of taking it you know um like being confident about it like this is who I am then this is how I am and you know I'm I'm gonna kind of take what tools and knowledge and skill and my whole being and I'm going to make myself better, if that makes any sense. So I do see that. I do see some progress. Um, again, if it's something that you don't like about what may happen or wait, what might not happen with tarot, you guys have the ability to change that. It, it's Tarot is not definite. So it just kind of shows you what is going to happen or what can happen. Um, but you guys can always change the outcome of it. So I hope that kind of resonates with you. I know it's not fully what you are probably looking for with career, but it, to me, what's showing is that it's something you have to work on internally before you can kind of continue and move forward with a career. Um, I think that's how you'll actually understand and kind of have more clarity. Um, and then I have two Oracle cards. And if you guys are not familiar with Oracle, it's kind of like tarot. There's just no rules, even though tarot really doesn't have any rules. It has these basic, <laughs> you know, knowledge, like, I don't know, grounding. I don't know. I can't really explain it, but I have the grieving card. I know I brought that up. Um, either you're going through some grief or, you know, again, like this pulls into, you see people going through some grief and, it might somehow guide you by helping others to also heal yourself. That is what I see. It may not relate, but that's what's been pulled. Yeah, um, I agree. I wanted to say that. So the North Node mm -hmm. has just moved from um, Gemini into Taurus. So the lunar mode, mode no, <laughs> the lunar <laughs> nodes. I can't uh -huh. even say it. <clears throat> they've just moved and it's going to be in Taurus and Scorpio for the next 18 months. So for, for the, our first person, for the first half of this year, all the way until like July of next year, the North Node is in Taurus in your fifth house. That's the house of creativity and hobbies, pleasure and fun. So I think what you need to strive towards is kind of like what Jerrica said is working towards yourself, but having the fun and not stressing over the career right now. Mm -hmm. um, and you wouldn't need to like leave your day job, but you should just be encouraged to make time in the day for your multiple passions or maybe even multiple times a week, just throw yourself into something you're passionate about and you don't have to monetize it or anything, just something that interests you um, and just make it for fun. And I would say since you live stream, you said you live stream full time and maybe 
this could be a way of like how you help others too. Like you can mm-hmm. merge your live stream with helping others, I guess. I mean, I'm thinking off the top of my head, like <laughs> if people ask you for advice on something or just talking to people and just be genuinely curious about who they are will help you. Mm-hmm. Um, you can mm-hmm. always, mer- even when you're doing, like when you're doing makeup, <laughs> like ask them like, oh, like, you, you know, when I get my hair done, like they're, I feel like my hairstylist is like a therapist. Oh, they're too. a therapist. Yeah. For like, sure. Yeah, yeah. Like merge that into your job that you do right now. Um, and see if that is your passion. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, Cause yeah. you can, and make, have fun with it and don't think about too much the the anxiety of it. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. the picture of the grieving is this beautiful, beautiful butterfly and it has a small light surround and surrounding it. It's very dark, but there's a couple people kind of in front of this butterfly. And I see you as this butterfly. And I'm thinking that the people who either watch your streams or like the people who you do makeup for, I think, I want to say that totally relates to what Victoria is saying, 100%. Yeah. Um, And then the last one that I pulled for you, I have um, compassion. And it's this beautiful, like, goddess, this beautiful woman. And she's kind of in front, not in front. she's She's pretty much holding the world. Like, she's kind of, like, finally feeling like she's understanding good and bad of everything. Um, It does also mean like it is safe to open up to others. Um, An emotional upheaval upheaval is healed. Seeing another point of view. Um, And then it says like someone needs to, someone needs your support. There are lessons to be, and then there are lessons to learn. So I think this relates all to really what your tarot card reading is and what Victoria has been saying it's definitely something I feel is kind of being you may be in tune with your emotions but maybe being open with it as well um with others like almost kind of like letting go of the judgment you think people might feel and really just being yourself and open and just letting it all out uh what you probably are either going through so, but yeah, I just felt like a very deep reading. I'm getting a headache. <laughs> Sometimes when I feel uh, that, it just like, I feel like it takes a lot out of me. But um, I really hope that it resonates with you. And I hope that you find some guidance. And if you ever are hoping for more guidance, you are always more than welcome to reach out to us as well. And yeah, anything, anything else that you want to add to that, Victoria? That's all I had. Perfect. Um, yeah, we can okay. move on. Well, let's say, I would say before we move on to the next reading, mm-hmm. um, if anyone is listening and would like to get a reading on our next episode, yes. you can um, yes, yes, shoot yes. us a DM of your question on Instagram at Daughters of Australia. Um, Astrea is spelled A-S-T-R-A-E-A. I mean, it's in our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case, you guys, just in case. You could be driving. We get it. Yeah. Just shoot us a DM and we will, um, yeah, we'll give you a reading on our next episode. 
Yes, and then, um, you know, I kind of heard about this, which I really, really loved. Um, someone was saying that sometimes when people say, you know, if you're dealing with something, you know, we're always here to reach out. And that can cause a little bit of anxiety for someone because they want to, but it's a lot for someone to kind of tell them where they're coming from because it's just either a lot of trauma or whatnot. So instead of like explaining your whole self, you know, just give, um, you put an emote or a certain word of like, you're, we know that you're going through something and that you just want us to listen. Yes. So if you are, you can always reach out to me or Victoria's even separately and um, send us the blue butterfly emote and we will know that you are going through something and that you need us, you need us to guide you. So if you guys are, you know, listening and you're, you're, you want to reach out, um, please know that. Okay. So our next reading is for Wit. She is in Aries Sun, Aries Moon, and a Libra Rising. And her question is, or questions are, will my relationship get better? And then she is also asking about passing her board exam for law and then just in general finances. So I guess we'll start with relationships or her relationship. Yes. Um, yes. Better so, not have more than no, those. <laughs> <laughs> Wit's a close friend of mine. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what's um, so what is happening in your chart or in the and in the stars is you were born with a Venus retrograde in Aries and it's in your seventh house of relationships. And we just, we were just talking about how we're in Venus retrograde right now. And at the time of this podcast episode going out, the Venus retrograde will be about ending. So it's probably why your relationship is really at the forefront of your life right now. And with someone who has a Venus retrograde um, in their birth chart, love in relationships is extremely, extremely important to them. Um, but it's really difficult to, for them to express how deeply they love. So since you're born with a Venus retrograde, I would say watch out for self-sabotage in a relationship. And I would say like these feelings, I, I mean, we, I know we have, we all have these feelings, but it can be especially hard for those uh, people who have been born with Venus retrograde. Um, it's feelings of like not feeling worthy enough or not feeling attractive or just like overall insecurity. And I know it's like happened, it happens to all of us. And some of us may be putting it on our partner when it's really like a life lesson that they need to work on for themselves. So one of your lessons in this lifetime is self-love. And this is what you will need if you really want this relationship to work. Um, the key is to really check in with yourself and work through any selfish uh, reactions. So it's especially important for you um, not to look for happiness outside of yourself. And for your relationship, I'm actually seeing a big change, a big revelation 
whether you end up together or decide to move on, it will be good for you in the end though, because you're you're going to be going through this like transformation. But it is when we do go through a transformation, there is like this like cocoon part of like going <laughs> kind of like you have to fall to really like be a butterfly basically. Um, so now I would say that Venus is out of retrograde. You have the decision or you have to decide for yourself whether you need to really dive into the issue of your relationship and fix it, or you'll be forced to just like make a decision and just act on it. So what did you see Jerrica in your um, reading in your tarot? Yes. Okay. So I did pull three cards for the relationship section of this, um, of this. I didn't pull an Oracle card because I don't feel an Oracle card. I'll probably pull one for your finances. Um, I do see what Victoria was saying because I do see the very first card I saw that pulled out was the page of cups. And what the page of cups looks like is, is this guy who's standing, on like a dock by the water and he's pretty much holding a cup looking at the a fish and I've done a, a couple of readings to my friend and this card shows up all the time when we talk about her relationship whoa yeah I'm not even joking this is like the third time <laughs> it showed up so to me what I keep telling her is that so again cups represent mostly emotion inward it's a lot of inner inner feelings um intuition as well um like victoria was saying like this might lead you to think about what you want to do and either act on it or you know don't um but this is definitely a lot of like reflecting and i don't know if victoria i i'm sorry i just like kind of went over my head if we if we brought up the Venus in retrograde yeah it was it's um she was born during Venus retrograde mm. so that's why yes, yes, yes. really like this is why it's coming up for her right like it's probably been coming up for her but this is where she's kind of like at a crossroads like should she act on this issue and not let it like pass mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. should she do something about it basically that's, that's and it's exactly this guy's like his hand is like on his hip and he definitely looks like he's like thinking and pondering and just kind of wondering kind of kind of what to do or how to go by this so I do yeah. feel like that's kind of like where you're at right now um, she's a Libra rising so I see like she wants to have the other person be happy mm -hmm. and you're and you're kind of putting yourself putting them first before yourself. Yes. Yes. Which though, the next couple, the next couple cards is I do see you finally taking a stance. I have the ace of swords and that picture is literally a hand in air um, in the clouds and it's holding upright a sword. Um, and it's very strong and very confident and kind of like all knowing. And this is how I feel that this is kind of like, again, there is something that's going to happen where you finally take a stance and you're like, no, this is what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, and you're going to make your decision this way. Um, so I do see that either some words or actions are going to play. Swords represent words and actions, knowledge, um, 
So I do feel like you're finally going to take a stand in realizing what you kind of, what's like worth, meaning like, like, like it's not going to be like the relationship might not be something that you want to fully always think about. Cause I know as your friend, I feel like that's all that's in your mind. And I know you've also want to talk about like career and like, you know, your passion. And I see knowledge, which I feel like you're going to finally focus on yourself and let go of like making things, I guess, work in some sense with like relationship. You kind of are saying what you want to say and it's kind of like in their court or you're Mm -hmm. kind of going to, you know, lead and kind of do something. But I feel like it's going to be a definitely a huge turning point. And the card that I do have um, it is, I don't know. I think I saw, I think this one's also come up in your reading before. Um, cause I remember saying, I was like, oh, well it's okay. So it's a, another life lesson and it's the devil. And I remember laughing and I was like, oh, this can kind of represent your partner's, um, your partner's sun sign. And like, I <laughs> laughed about it. <laughs> <laughs> And so she was like, oh no, what does that mean? But what it really means is that I think there is some sort of attachment to this person or this person's energy. Sorry, I like drank water the wrong way. Um, Almost like kind of like an addiction in some sense, kind of like it helps feed into you. Um, And it probably could be possibly towards like, you know, your, your, um, your conscious, like conscious self or like, you know, your, like your confidence as well. Um, it's kind of also reflecting on your shadow self, the things that you don't want to deal with emotionally, but have to, like this person could definitely bring that out of you and learn, you, you will learn more from it. So it, again, it's, it's weird. It's a possibility, you know, it could work and this can benefit both of you, but I feel like you also have to be confident enough to kind of take a stance and kind of know your worth, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um, it's going to be definitely a lot of pondering and thinking about reflecting. And I want to say that's definitely a huge part of what's going to happen um, for Venus in retrograde, which is, I actually talked to her about this and she is very un- well-known. I tell her about all, <laughs> all the, all the astrology things. And I love it that she's in- interested in it. Okay. And then now we're going to go ahead and start pull. I'm, well, I'm going to start pulling for um, her oh, other boards. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So her, she was asking about passing her board exam and I do see that she is, um, Yay! It, which, <laughs> which yeah. as, as a friend, I know she will. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I see a yes in the chart. Um, so your so this is what I see. Um, you have a Libra rising, Jupiter in Libra, and then you also have part of Fortune in Libra. So Libra is obviously like the it's the um scales and the sign for justice and fairness 
So all of that is important to you. And it kind of just comes naturally because Jupiter is the planet of like luck and also success. So I do see success in this field for you. Um, I know, I don't know how hard it is to pass the board exam. And I, and I know some people kind of, I don't know if they take it multiple times or not. I, so I don't know yeah. how many times you've taken it, if this is your first time. I've heard multiple people taking it <clears throat> different times, like multiple yeah. times. I would, but I see success even if you don't pass, if it's like your, if it's like your first one, because I don't know anything about <laughs> the, um, the law and law school, <laughs> but I like in the end, I see it, uh, success in this field for you in general. Um, I would say if you don't pass it in the first, like you'll definitely pass it. <laughs> it's just like a matter of time. Um, and also this year, Jupiter is in Pisces and Jupiter also rules higher education. So it's also another great indicator for like completing your exams, like getting any special certifications and just like developing any mastery in whatever you do. So what did you see Jerrica in the tarot? Yeah. Okay. So I do right now at this moment, what I pulled, how you are right now, I see the eight of cups. I, I always, I feel like I always pull cups, but I see eight of cups and what the eight of cups uh, look like is it's um, eight cups uh, kind of stacked on top of each other. So I have one, two, three, four, five, five cups at the bottom, three cups at top. And it looks like it's on the other side of kind of like a, a piece of island that's broken and you're kind of walking away from it and you're walking um what I see or not you but the, this person what I see in this is that it's definitely um breaking off of your emotional feelings about taking this test um and it, it's kind of like letting go of that and just moving forward because it's something I feel like you're you're kind of like leaving behind. It's it's definitely a feeling that you're leaving behind and just going forward because your other cards I I see, which is it's a beautiful card to me. It's page of swords. And what I see for this is it's um someone who's super confident standing on top of kind of like a grass mound. Um, by the water, kind of being blown by by the by the air, they are standing yeah, very confidently holding a sword. And again, swords represent knowledge, strength. Um, well, yeah, knowledge, strength, um, kind of wisdom. I see you. That's what I see when Victoria said yes. Um, that you finally are knowing, like you're knowing that you have this knowledge and skill. That's so you, you leaving something behind is you releasing that you don't think you're enough or you, you don't think that you're ready enough. But this is, but right now I feel is that you're going to feel ready because you're going to let go of that feeling of um, failure is what I see. And you're finally going to be determined and confident enough to pass this board exam. Um, because what I also see, this could be playing because I was saying in my head, finances, but I was also, I was also, sorry, not finances, but your board exam and finances. I, it's crazy because I have the six of pentacles and the person who is standing is holding the scales of Libra. 
Oh, whoa. <laughs> no, so, this, is, this is crazy too, because when I was for finances, uh, when I was talking about Jupiter is in Pisces, it's in her sixth house of uh-huh. work. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So um, I have a lot to talk about with her finances, but yeah, yeah. We, I'm I like can, seeing I, the number can, six is kind of- Yeah, I can crazy. hold, I'll hold on to that because this is going to her her last question. So you, you can go ahead and, and go into that. And I want to, I do want to pull some Oracle cards. So I, I will, yeah, do that. Okay. So like, again, it's weird that we're seeing six, <laughs> but it's also like the house it's in your, um, Jupiter is in your house of like work and like, like job. Um, so it kind of ties into your, you passing your, uh, exam. Um, so there's actually like, there might be like this opportunity this year. Um, and it might not be like a permanent job, but like another job or like another position in a company that you are right now. Do you, did you work, do you work with her, Jerrica? Yes. And okay. uh, we actually work at a law firm. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, she worked, I was gonna say, like, if it's not uh, another company, but maybe a newer a new position or like I'm yeah. seeing like a that new I opportunity. See. That like I can new see. Resp- responsibility. Um yeah, and and I would say maybe take this opportunity. It may not be like um, like I said, a permanent thing or position. It could be like a temporary or a bridge job that like really doesn't drain all of your energy. And I have some dates for you. So I'm seeing like from March 14, um, between March 14 and April 30th of this year, um, Neptune is going to meet Jupiter in the sky and it's going to be in your sixth house again of of uh work that's crazy Um, yeah so at this time this is when there's being changes being made to your job um but also making sure you're like reading through any agreements that you're before you're signing anything like kind of look at the fine detail or the fine print before you like um, see this opportunity and get too excited about it. Like your mm. Aries, your Aries mm-hmm. sun and moon might be like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Like, let me just sign here and do, yeah. this, do this job. And I, and I will be there to tell you to <laughs> relax. <laughs> yeah. So this will tie, this will tie into like your finances, because I think you, you do have this opportunity to like negotiate too, um, and not just sign right away. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, and and then, so I want to talk about the lunar nodes again. Uh, I was talking about this earlier, um, but the lunar nodes are moving or they've moved into Taurus and Scorpio and will be there for the next 18 months. And for you, it is in your second house of money and also eighth house of uh, other people's money. Um, so you feel, you may feel overly dependent it, there, it can be one or two things. So either you're feeling overly dependent on someone else's money or someone else is being overly dependent on your own money, on your money. <laughs> and um, a big goal for you is financial independence and like not relying on other people's uh, money or resources or anything like that. So if you are relying on someone right now, it could be like your parents or grandparents or something like that. Um, 
try to wean yourself off this year because I know your airy sun and moon needs that independence and freedom and confidence because that's the that's probably the confidence you're needing is to be financially um, independent this year and you know if it's the other way around if it's if it's you who's uh, being taken advantage of um, it could be I don't know I don't know your relationship or just like friends in general that's kind of like draining you of your energy um, your Libra rising in the past doesn't want any confrontation but it may be time to like just cut them off just from like the resources that you're just like trying give yourself the energy and not the energy to them um and the north node in taurus being the taurus being the bull it's like a good time to just like confront them and have that strong confidence of that bull energy um and also Taurus, it's an earth sign. So it's also making you think of like long-term stability. Um, if you have any debt from school, I mean, I'm sure like any schooling, you might have to, uh, you might have some school debt. <laughs> um, I know I do. School. So you guys <laughs> yeah. are not alone. Yeah, I could see that for you. Like, it's a good time for you to settle the debt, like make sure you have like a plan of action to pay it off. Um, and Taurus is also like the, they work hard um, and they hustle a lot. It's a, it's a lot of working hard and it's in your sixth house. And that's a lot, that's Virgo energy too. It's working hard. Um, and I would say just work hard in your passion. Um, but hustling is like not a problem for you. Um, it's something that will be easy for you this year. Um, I don't see a lot of burnout for you because I see more passion in your, in your work than I do like burnout. It's a lot of good, good energy, fire energy. Um, the other thing is, I know like maybe your Libra rising may like to spend on like luxury items, um, I don't um, know what yes. it could be. <laughs> um, it's shoes and perfumes. I love mm -hmm. her death, but oh, she, <laughs> she, she, she does splurge. She's been working on it though. I will say um, that she's actually has been going to a financial advisor for her, um, her student loans. Oh, that's per see. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. yeah that's so she is, today's. she is handling it, which I'm very proud of you with. Yeah, just keep doing that. This it's like the perfect year to even learn about like how to invest your money, your money, and mm -hmm. um, let's see, learning new skills on career growth or like looking into retirement, like putting money into your retirement stocks, anything like that. Um, and then I have two other dates for you. Um, on April thirtieth, this is the solar eclipse in Taurus. This is where you might see new opportunity. And then November 8th, which is a total lunar eclipse in Taurus, you might either get like a huge bump in your financials or that's when you would need to pay off like your large debt. So look out for those dates. And I mean, you're doing a good job. It's like, it seems like um, this is a good for you, good year for you to start learning about your money and how to invest it. Yay. Mm -hmm. is, is there another 
That was the last question. Okay, sorry. I thought you said there was one more date. Um, okay, drum roll. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I have uh, your oracle cards for just kind of like a going off again of your last question. And you're going to freak out again, Victoria, because what I pulled <laughs> was this beautiful, beautiful angel. And she's holding. She She's not holding, dude. She is the scales of fucking Libra. What? It's the justice card. Oh, yes. It's, I love that card. It, it's beautiful. Um, but this is an oracle card. And it's just crazy that it, you see scales in both, both cards. So you have it in your oracle and you have it in your tarot. So it's just, it's crazy that it, it that's definitely your destiny, literally, is just, is, is definitely law. And I, I think that's kind of confirming in your career with it as well. Um, and then I did pull another one, which I was very confused. I put it away, shoveled it again, and it pulled out again, same card. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this one definitely has to be shown. I don't really know. I don't really understand it, but it says, your, it says psychic abilities. Which I'm not quite sure if she has that in her chart, but what I do see is that it does say to trust your psychic gifts, which could be trusting your intuition about your relationship, trusting your intuition about you taking this test. Um, and then it also says that a clairvoyance confirms the answers you seek, which could be Victoria and I. <laughs> and then your intuition is correct. So trust in your intuition and follow your heart. Um, that is what's going to help guide you. Yes. Yes. Good luck with <laughs> your exam. Yes. Good luck in your exam. We will be there cheering you the whole way. Um, I hope uh, <laughs> it relates to, um, I, I hope it resonates with your answers. Yes. And we are on our last person. Yay. Okay. So the next person, her name is Shiloh. She's mm -hmm. a Leo son. Taurus moon and cancer rising and she has questions about money too <laughs> we, we gotta it. love it it's the Taurus, perfect time Taurus north node man yes exactly I'm, <laughs> I'm also in that I was just telling Victoria I was just going over my finances and I was like I didn't know what it was called and of course she knows exactly what I'm talking about I was like something in something in the Scorpio and she's like nodes the nodes <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is Scorpio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's Scorpio and the Taurus. I feel like I definitely relate. I think people were saying like, oh, the Scorpio will be probably the worst. It's going to be a lot of your, you know, your shadow self, like dealing and handling your shadow self. But people are like, oh, Taurus is going to be easy peas. Not really. It's going to be a lot of like reflecting on finances, your career, your wealth, like, it's, it, I feel like that's a tough thing to also, like, I want to say finance is one of like the top things to stress about. Oh yeah. Sure. We will be talking about it with Shiloh. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So okay. her questions. Yeah. Let's, let's do, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. I'm like ready. Like, <laughs> um, how can I improve my relationship with money? What are my money blocks and how are they keeping me from financial freedom? So um, I think I'm going to, they all relate to each other. So I'm going to talk about all of them all at once. <laughs> so um, 
So what I see in your chart is that you have a Chiron in Virgo, which is in the second house. Um, so what that just mean that means is Chiron is um, your old wounds. And when it's in your second house, it's the second house of money. It rules your money and finances. And when it's in Virgo, that just means like, I see that you have this anxious and worry um, that that Virgo, Virgo nervous energy about money. And you have that the past wounds about money. And with your Taurus moon, you like to feel secure and stable. And it really does uh, take time to work on your relationship with money. Like for everyone, everyone has these old like money trauma. Like I want to say trauma because and, and wounds because these traumas kind of just pass down from our parents and our ancestors really. Yes, um, I did hear about that. Yeah. It's kind of like, I think this is like the year to heal that. It Yes, yeah. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, and I think for for you, Shiloh, um, to improve your relationship with money, the fact that you have your Venus in Virgo, because Venus is also the planet that rules money, um, and Virgo is your daily habit. So just being honest with yourself about money in your finances, and it's I really relate to you in this. I feel like I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> uh, same. <laughs> This is to me too. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's all, we all need to hear this. <laughs> so I would say like, watch out for people. So daily habits is one, and I'll, I'll go more into that. But also watch out for other people in your life who are telling you how to spend your money or people in your life who influence you in spending too much money on things you don't need. And like that, like that fire Leo sun may make you, tempted to maybe spend spontaneously and this isn't a bad thing for you because you have like really great instincts what I see in your chart um, but as long as your energy is grounded um, it's okay for you to spend uh, money spontaneously so when it comes to like what your money blocks are and this is a huge thing for me too is escape and so this kind of ties into your daily habits and escapism is kind of is is Pisces energy and it's the opposite energy of Virgo energy um and so that's why I feel like it matches like you for me let me let me talk about myself and I think maybe we might relate is like I don't like to look at my bank account <laughs> I'm same <laughs> Because I'm, I'm scared. Yeah, yeah. I'm the type, you guys just don't don't listen to me, but I'm the <laughs> money comes and goes. I mean, yeah. It it, which it does. It does. It does. But not when you're like living paycheck, paycheck to paycheck. That's when you're like, okay, money doesn't come and go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I think what your money block, there's a few that I have that I see in your chart um, is escaping from like looking at your account so I would say it's best to just like be honest with yourself and like look at your account and just be more aware of how much money you have 
because I, this is just me. I don't look at my account because I'm scared to see what it looks like. Um, but also what I see is um, going back to like the money trauma, you have Mercury and Cancer. I'm looking at your Mercury and Cancer in uh, your 12th house, um, the house of escape. And Mercury is basically um, what I wanna look at because it's kind of what you think about uh, in regards to money. And when it's in the sign of Cancer, I look at family like an ancestor trauma. So maybe look to see like what is your mom's relationship with trauma? What's your dad's or what's your mom's relationship with money and what's your dad's relationship with money? And maybe like their grandparents, um, like what was their relationship with money and how did they, how did that like instill in you and how you spend your money? Cause like for me, my, my mom and my father figure, they were really different. Like my mom would just spend money. She was escape person. She was escapism person. She would spend money, not look at her account. <laughs> my father figure in my life would, would say, basically give me money as a prize for like um, getting straight A's. So like mm-hmm. they were like very, like to me, it was like, oh, money is a reward. I have to work hard towards it. And then on the other side, I have this like, oh, money's like nothing. I could just spend it <laughs> because that's how my mom was. Yep. Yeah. Same. Same. It's, yeah. yeah. So those are your money blocks. Um, you also have like some sort of confusion towards money. Like there's so much advice out there on the internet about saving your money, like what to do with credit cards, like what to do with the points investing stocks like that is all confusing so I would say um maybe look to really look to what you want to do in life and try not to like maybe think about one thing first like if you want to look at how to get points on your credit card just like stick to one credit card and like I don't know it's 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 definitely hard with finances um But I see, yeah, confusion with money blocks. And then the other money block that I have down for you is looking to others for fulfillment and security. So you're at a point in your life when you are becoming, you're an adult now and you really, these days, it's hard to be financially dependent when we have like student loans and we went through a financial crisis and now it's so hard to even buy a house when it was so easy for our parents to get one so long mm-hmm. ago. Yep. So that's like another money block that we have, but just know that like, we're all going through this together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. And yeah. it's okay. Like where I'm 30 years old. I mean, I'm not, I'm in my thirties, but we're all looking to others for um, se- fulfillment and security Mm-hmm. And that could just be a money block as well, because you want to feel that freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is crazy that you said that, because I, as an Oracle card, I, I kind of did all three, all the kind of bunched together and separated, separated in a way. But I did, I, I pulled friendship, and I was like, what does this have to do 
oh with my gosh <laughs> her reading <laughs> so like I just had my little tiny book open to like be ready to explain it but I don't have to because that just confirms that's just so crazy that's very crazy that how crazy the cards relate to the reading of the astrology I had so I also pull cards as well if mm. um bef- to look at like to see what I need to look at in your chart. Cause sometimes yeah. there's so many things. And I also, pu- I pulled friends, the friends card <laughs> for, so for her too. Uh-huh. And I couldn't write down anything. Cause I was like, I also was like, I don't understand yeah. what this That's, means. That immediately. I was like, I almost, I almost put it back in my pile, but something <laughs> told me to just leave it out. Cause I was hoping that it would make sense. And it does. <laughs> Well, now it makes sense for me because yeah. you're the one putting it together. Yeah, that's so crazy. <laughs> that's so insane. I love it. We, we love to hear it, guys. We love to hear it. <laughs> okay, so the first card I pulled um, while Victoria was reading, it's crazy because so, so how how I pull my cards is because I don't, I don't like pulling beforehand. I like feeling the energy of not only the question, but also Victoria's energy pulling from your astrology chart um so I'm pulling these the same time she's talking and it's just insane to me that every time she says something the cards like either confirm it or go more go more in depth with the 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 topic it's just it's crazy to me but um I kind of pulled uh your card about what's blocking and immediately this one flew out it was the ten of swords and the ten of swords is a person on the ground he I mean there's red surrounding the body but it's also on top of the body which is like almost like a cloak which is very interesting to me I do kind of want to understand what that may mean in if, um, if anyone else has studied, studies astrology and cards, I'm reading the Rider Waite uh, tarot deck. And um, it's just flat, 10 swords straight on the back. And this could represent like what Victoria was mentioning. Um, there's just, uh, I guess, so many things coming into play of finally kind of halting you and in, in, into being like, whoa, I need to look at my finances. So that was just kind of a confirmation to me. But 10 also represents an end of something. So this is definitely a probably a time where you're finally like, you know what, I'm I can't handle this anymore. I have to sit down and really pay attention and think about what I need to do to to finally be financially successful, sorry. (laughs) Um, I also did pull the king of cups. And again, for me, I feel like this is just kind of like what you're possibly going through at the moment, which kind of irritated me because I couldn't, I couldn't pick out exactly what's blocking it. I mean, what Victoria said, it's very, straight on it's the but the cards all they did for me for that specific question was just confirm that that's what's happening and that you know what you can do to unblock that is just kind of like finally um 
taking a step back and realizing what is causing this block, which is, I think, again, I heard her mention either um, it could be influencing from either, you know, friends or just like kind of things around you, like on an impulse. Um, but the cups, again, represent um, like emotion. So it is an emotional thing that's happening. But the King of Cups to me feels like it's someone who, again, is finally over this whole kind of karmic financial issue that's been always like, I guess, happens or happened, um, but is finally going to kind of put a stop into it and really dig deep on where this could be coming from. Because I see the, I see two, technically two major arcanas, but the first one that shows up is the Wheel of Fortune. And the Wheel of Fortune, which is crazy because Victoria was talking about looking back into like your ancestors or your family. This is about life cycles. It's about karma. It's, it's about a turning point. And I think this is the time you're going to be the one to put a stop into this financial burden of like your ancestors and your, your family. Um, so I do see that in your, your reading, but I, but you know, it is again, to remind you, it is a major arcana. So this is something that you're probably going to have to be figuring out for a while. Um, but I do see success in it because I see the ace of pentacles. Um, pentacles represent finances, career, wealth, um, grounding. You will finally feel grounded and you're going to take a stance and you're going to finally be able to grasp the control of your money and your wealth. Um, it's literally a person who has his hand um, sticking out on the clouds above like this really beautiful garden and it looks like it's proud and it's holding one huge gigantic pentacle <laughs> so it's definitely some confidence in there and finally taking a hold it's like you're, you're like yes it's here I have it it's like like I have it, it, to me what I feel is it's definitely control um and it's crazy because we talk about ancestors and your family I see reconciliation and for me I'm not the greatest at memorizing words that I don't use every day. And that's something that I don't really, but to me from the picture, it's something that's kind of like healing, coming together, right, Victoria? Would you say the meaning of that word would, what would be the definition? Or Yeah, I would say rec reconciliation does have to do with like whatever, um, money stories you have like reconciling with them and like just like releasing releasing yeah. those stories yeah. yeah so that's you know that's the oracle oracle card that I have for that it's it is um it's two it's a, it looks like it's um two women and they're in the middle of the ocean with this huge full moon and they are holding each other's hand and kind of releasing whatever was kind of like holding them back. Um, so I feel like there is some healing in that. Um, and then I, I have the hierophant, hierophant, 
how do you pronounce that? Hierophant? Yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah. to me, that also didn't make sense. But I heard that this card is the holder of Virgo. And you were talking about the, the North Node in Virgo. Was that or was that her Venus? She has she has her no, she has her Chiron and Virgo and Venus mm. in Virgo. Yes, yes, yes. So I do see that into play. I don't know why that one came out. I want to say that possibly could have been about your last question, um, which was what's keeping from financial freedom. Oh yeah, yeah. It, How- it, it's to me, it it's it's you kind of holding back it, and not holding back, but that's what's keeping you uh, from. I guess this kind of plays into the other questions and cards that it's you who will be the one to kind of release that um, kind of burden, that financial burden. Uh, Just from the card, because what this card really means, it's, I mean, it does say tradition. It says spiritual wisdom um, and conformity. So I just feel like it, it's just really finally understanding like past lives. Mm-hmm. This is probably like a past life card. Um, isn't there like a, I mean, this is, this, I'm just, I, this is just a question in general. Isn't there like a, I don't know if you look into past lives, but I know there's a, one astrologer that says that one of the signs, I don't know if it's the North or the South that t- technically is supposed to like represent like your past life? Yeah, it is your uh, south node. South node, that's crazy. Okay, okay. I, I thought I heard that, but I wasn't too sure. What is her south node? Do you know? Her south node is in Taurus. In Taurus? Okay, okay. Yeah, it just, I would it's say- It's in the 11th house. In the 11th house? The friendship house. The friendship house. Yeah, <laughs> like, and that's what I brought up. was, yeah, was the friendship. And yeah, I would say the friendship card <laughs> didn't, didn't, like that one confused me and I'd say um the hierophant so this probably is just some other energy that I'm probably picking up which is very interesting because it usually doesn't happen um but I'm I'm wondering if it's so what it says also it says it's um it's a time to adopt a traditional approach uh I don't really know what that could mean um it could mean just to help with something financial. Uh, so maybe it's saying take a pen and a pencil and write down your, you know, your your budget and kind of look at like this is gonna way gonna be to look at your finances. Um, and and <laughs> this also kind of was confusing because I pulled an oracle card and it says your life purpose. Um, so let me see what that says in here. It says, and a spiritual experience changes your view. Um, it says, trust your intuition. A new venture beckons. It says, seek a venture. Uh, it also says, consider your options carefully, which also could relate to when Victoria was talking about how um, your money money spending can can be influenced by others. So that's also could be it as well. Um, and it just maybe this could be just like a, um, a reminder to embrace your life to the full. So I would say this could also 
mean, you know, once you finally are able to release this kind of financial burden, um, like from your ancestors or your family and kind of finally taking um, it on the reins, this could probably lead to a life purpose, which mm. is what this is kind of, that's kind of what came to my mind when I first saw that. Um, but yeah, I hope that resonates. Uh, yeah. Is there anything else, Victoria, that you want to talk about? Well, when you pulled, when you pulled the friendship card, I wanted to look at her chart or the, uh, the friendship part of her chart. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the S. Uh, no, her 11th Aquarius. house. 11th house, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 11, in your 11th house, Shiloh, you, I was looking that you have Mars um, in Gemini in that, in that area. And Mars is kind of like that fiery energy and Gemini is kind of like the really fast, fast, fiery energy. Um, and I noticed that this year, Mars will be in retrograde in Gemini um, and you have Mars in Gemini. So I think it's a year for you to really, when Mars is retrograde, it's like a good time for you to kind of just go more internal with yourself. And I think this is the time where you're supposed to do your healing with your money stories. Mm. Um, So it should be, let's see, the dates are, um, it'll be the end of this year. And the beginning of next year is when you should be um, taking some time to heal your money stories and getting past them. But I would say even um, Mars will just be in Gemini uh, from August to March of 2023. And that's your Mars return. So there's a lot of energy there for you and just going internal with your money stories. so it's kind of going to be like a, a year, yeah, about a year <clears throat> of healing, which will be, yeah. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Like I said, I do see it's going to take, you know, it's going to be a journey. So definitely around that, you know, this is, but this is the time I, I heard that this is the time to make your plans. And then I think the following years is you're going to finally apply it and actually follow through. And this is for everyone in general. Um, So I would say definitely there, I heard that there are four Mercury retrogrades this year. Normally there's little ranges. Sometimes there's three, sometimes there's four, but there's four, if I'm correct, Victoria. Um, So I really think this is the time you guys to take a step back and really think about just everything possibly that you have probably put behind and and just kind of like brushed it off. I think time to slow down and a time to actually like, if you were thinking about something that you've wanted to accomplish, to sit down and actually plan how you're going to accomplish this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I have been reading this book. It's called um, Ask and It Is Given. And it's, a, I don't know if there's something different this year. Maybe Victoria might know, but for some weird reason, maybe something's in my 12th house or something. But uh, 
or no, 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 the house of Gemini or, or Aquarius, because all I want to do is be, is like read. Ooh, and like, let me look at your chart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see in your chart, I see, um, well, Jupiter and Pisces. Again, I, we always look to Jupiter in a whole year. Okay. Um, but it's in your ninth house, which is uh, the house of like higher knowing, higher education, mm. wanting to know every, just an intellect, wanting to know. And it's in Pisces. So Pisces is the spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I figured. Zodiac <laughs> side. So like, that's probably why you want to read about, uh, just want to learn more about spiritual spirituality mm-hmm. uh, and manifestation. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and again, like, if you guys are in, if you guys have, like, have been, like, needing a sign and been seeing things about manifestation, this was probably your sign that you probably, you need to, like, understand it. Um, I do have an article. Is it, (laughs) is it the one that, is it your law of attraction? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we have a podcast episode. Yes, we do. We have a <laughs> podcast and we have, wow, that shows you how long it's been. We have a podcast and an article. So if you prefer to listen to it, it's on our podcast. And then if you want to read it and go, and you, I also have pictures on it. You can also find it on our um, our website. Um, but yeah, I just, I feel like maybe if you guys are interested we can learn together and kind of talk about it because I think that would be a really interesting concept to play into with not only understanding your life purpose and your, you know, your soul's desire with tarot and astrology, I feel like the manifestation will also come into play as well. Yes. Yes. (laughs) But um, that is our, I just, I, I enjoy doing this for people I just I love it so much it's so fun for me yes I know we need more questions for our next episode so just dm us your question and we will be so happy to answer it for you on our next episode mm-hmm. um it will be the next episode will be on the new moon in Pisces yes but, I mean if you have a question now just shoot it shoot it over to us yes Yes, 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 yes. Because um, we will put it, we'll we'll stash it away and have you guys as our next. It will be, it's gonna be insane. I know it's gonna happen where we're finally gonna have like a wait list. <laughs> I know. So it's get crazy. In well, like yeah. getting hot. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, guys, I hope you find I hope you guys find the time now because of Mercury retrograde to really sit down with yourself and take the time to understand or kind of work through some things that you have been thinking um, since, honestly, Venus retrograde started last year. Um, Whether it's relationships, um, beauty also, kind of something within confidence levels and, and, and relationships and finances and career. I feel like that's a huge play that's happening on right now or going on right now. Um, but yeah, I wish you guys the best of luck and be gentle with yourselves and practice awareness. Honestly, I feel like this is the time to practice awareness and kind of look within journaling always helps. I know I bring this up all the time. 
I'm not going to lie. I don't journal every day, but there are definitely times where I have to sit down and take 30 minutes to finally sit down and just journal about things that I'm grateful for. Practice, practice um, gratitude as well. That will also play a huge role into manifesting um, as you're putting yourself in that vibration of gratitude and, and kind of uh, thanking the universe and divine timing because you are where you are because that's where you need to be even if it's somewhere deep low it's it's a life lesson that's trying to you know become a stronger you um victoria if you have anything any final words to say (laughs) no i think we that is an amazing note to leave off on and we'll see you next month for the new moon in Pisces. So until then, stargazers, this is Victoria and Jerica. Yes. Jerica, and take care. Take care. Bye. <laughs>